Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It is the first PFF forecast of November, the Sunday night, early Monday morning edition. And uh, we're just going to spend an hour and a half recapping Cowboys Eagles. <laughs> Hope that's cool with you guys. Uh, no, we won't do that. Uh, we're going to do a couple takeaways. It was kind of an up and down uh, slate before uh, before Eagles Cowboys. So we'll talk about that and then we'll get on to week number nine. Let's rock. Before we before we bitch and moan, before before it goes off the rails, give me give me a, a takeaway, a salient, coherent takeaway from today's games. I kind of struggled with this, but I think I have one. Uh my takeaway from today's games is tomorrow's game is a lot more important than we think. So so Tampa Bay, New York. Well, you know, Green Bay fell off the wagon a little bit. And then they come back with a, you know, impressive victory against Houston. And there was sort of this aura, you know, like I'm I'm actually fairly happy. Our math liked Minnesota. We, you know, and then but we liked Green Bay sort of, you know, intuitively. And the math ended up winning out. Same thing was true about Tennessee. Although that number, the market agreed with us. The market didn't agree with us on Green Bay. That got down to five and a half before break. Green Bay clearly is a flawed team. Okay. Obviously, every team in that trash fire that is the NFC East is a flawed team. Seattle played really well today, but it was pretty wind-dated by... I mean, if if the Niners get competent quarterback play that entire game, that's a more fun game, right? Seattle's defense is a little bit more exposed. Obviously, New Orleans took Chicago to the, to the uh, to overtime, right? Tampa has the opportunity, I think, to be the team in the NFC that many regard as the most complete. That's my takeaway. Interesting. I already think they are. Okay. I I held out hope a little bit for Green Bay. And I held out a little bit of hope. Like not and look, Seattle controlled that game today. But you watch the game and you're still kind of like, is that you know, Wilson's taking a lot of hits. The defense is garbage. Well, they, they, look, they had the benefit of Schrodinger's ankle yeah, showing yeah, yeah. up for this game. By the way, that so 
we were staring zero and five in the face today. Were we not? We had we when when Jimmy G came out of that. When I saw him limping to the locker room, that my heart it was, was like it, manna from heaven. Yes, my heart started best. fluttering. Thoughts of Nick Mullins scoring points. Uh, it was beautiful. It was are like are quarterbacks for the Niners the same thing as running backs? Like you just ride the hot hand. I, I mean. The hot hand. The hot hand is just the the one making competent decisions in the pocket. Yeah, the guy who's like dressed but not starting the game is the hot <laughs> hand for the Niners. But like, there's always this is so funny, and I, I don't want to get like off on a tangent here. But you know, the Vikings in the '80s when you know they used to basically do this. They used to like you know they had Wade Wilson and Tommy Kramer. All the all these guys made Pro Bowls at one point. But like their head coach, who's really a hoot, I gotta show you that his one of his rants. But he used to like literally hook his quarterbacks like two drives into the game. He's just like, this guy doesn't have it today. I'm putting Tommy in there, and Tommy's just like, you know, he still gets drunk with my friend Sean in uh, Hugo, Minnesota, <laughs> and he's just this like this you know this drunk that comes in and like is great off the bench, but then you start him the next week and he stinks. Well, I mean that's you know yeah. a lot of volatility there. Yeah, a lot of volatility. There. Are are we – and we don't get this anymore because most of these quarterbacks are franchise quarterbacks. Whether they're good or not, like, the team invests in them. There's not this quick hook. Are the Niners the next uh, – a team now that might have, like, a quick hook at their quarterback position? Well, it just depends on the health of Jimmy G's ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, I mean whether he's completing passes or not. Right. No, I, I'm with you. I mean, they should have pulled him – if they had pulled him earlier, they had a chance to win that game. I mean, they still had a chance to win that game. Well, that but, game went over in the fourth quarter. But it went quarter. over, thankfully. And then the Niners packed on another touchdown at the end for good measure. It was a 30-point fourth quarter. The other one that was massive that looked bleak at one point that I had a lot of money on um, was Denver. Denver LAC. Well, that game was 3 nothing after one. And I was like, oh, uh, fuck. And then the Chargers got like a touchdown with like at the buzzer at halftime, 14-3. And then I think what turned our friend Evan Silva was messaging with us on Twitter and in a DM. It's like when Lindsey busted that run. It was huge. The big plays are what kill unders big time. Um, it's why it's so hard to bet one in college. And then Drew Locke de started demanding apologies at the end of the game. Yeah, it was. And that, it, you know, it was, was honestly, he did a very good job. New Orleans, Chicago. Over that one went was over too. Nice. The, the ones that we missed. So obviously we had we had Cowboys plus ten. I think any self respecting person had Cowboys plus ten in that game. I don't feel. I mean, it, it was a terrible beat. I don't feel that bad about it because it was the right side. And we. I mean that fumble was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean there there's something to be said that like the Eagles, but the Eagles were only up six and nine would have put the game away. They're, no one, no for for what it's worth, and this happens way too often in the NFL. No one had a clue how that actually was upheld as yeah. a touchdown. Yeah. Like Terry McCauley is sitting there going, I have no idea how I, this ended up being a I touchdown. I always find that like, like, let's call New York. Let's Jerome find out Boger's what's crew on. always seems like the most clueless. Like it always is like him. That's it like rough. It was a rough. And, and then like they had the onside kick that didn't work. And then they, and um, how bad, which tanked the, my, how bad I, are the Eagles? I had under 14 Eagles second half total. Right. And like, I thought when they missed the two PAT, like they were going to Carson Wentz was losing to Ben DiNucci at halftime. And made Trayvon Diggs look like a really yeah. good corner on a couple of different yeah. plays. We also lost the, the Dolphins-Rams under because there were seven points in the whole second. Or over. I so there's seven points rough. in the whole second. Real quick, your takeaway on Cleveland. Because I think you have to throw that game kind of out. Here was my takeaway. Baker, 
I thought played decently well. His receivers let him down a lot. Jarvis Landry needs to make that catch. And Njoku on a crosser was like wide open. And and the defense got their shit pushed in. I, I will. Okay. So I, I need to pull back a little bit on my Derek Carr hatred. I thought Derek Carr played extremely hard. I thought he played relatively well especially in the second half i thought he made some throws i thought he he stood in the pocket now miles garrett was more injured than we thought he was and and you know the trent brown thing kind of made us double down a little bit um also henry ruggs was in bounds yeah, yeah <laughs> there's there's a decent amount in that game um you know the hunter bryant fumbled in the red you know on the on the las vegas side of the field mm -hmm. um you had you had the field goal you that was a weird game but I, I came away pretty impressed with the Raiders. Like, I think that they, they're not good defensively, but the, the weather was such that they weren't taken advantage of. And then it allowed, like, kind of, they have some kamikazes on their deal. Like, Jonathan Abram, like, was just running around face masking people. And, like, and, like, I, I don't, this doesn't throw egg on the face of, like, hey, they're better without Odell theory. It also, like, I just think you throw this game out in the evaluation of Mayfield. Um, because I thought, fine. I thought he played fine and the weather was really prohibitive. I mean, it was raining sideways. It was probably the worst weather game of all of them. It was not good. I would not have succeeded in riding my bike in that weather. Uh, okay, my takeaway from uh, this week's action so far, thus far, is that the Dallas Cowboys, with the fifth pick in the 2021 oh, no. NFL Draft select, Travis Etienne running back Clemson and reestablish the engine that they they so desperately need. Uh, no, that's not actually my takeaway. That would be I, absolutely hilarious. If though. they played only Tony Pollard tonight, what's the result? Is I mean, it a little different? It's a little better. Ben DiNucci was very bad. I thought that they the reverse stuff was when awful. did Ben DiNucci throw a pass? And you thought there was a better chance of a Dallas Cowboy player catching it than an Eagles player catching well, it. Well, I thought Not that the, often. the quick rhythm stuff on early downs could have had... Yeah, the, the screens to Michael Gallup had yeah, promise. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The 15 reverses. Someone was like, hey... Guys, you need to get creative on offense. You are not doing your quarterbacks any help. Okay. And they looked up creativity, and all they saw were reverses. The next that question I it. have is, how many yards per attempt did Ben DiNucci average in Shanahan's offense with the Niners? Like, that's the, that's the thing. Shanahan would have at least... Shanahan, if he's the coach of the Dallas Cowboys tonight, wins that game outright. So far, through, um, you know, the pending review, uh, Nick Mullins, the eighth highest-graded quarterback... Uh, in PFF but don't you agree grade. with me? Like there was, there weren't plays that made Danucci that were quick. Get out of my hand. Get get the ball out of my hands quickly. There was some of those, mm -hmm. but they weren't like these, like high leverage stressing the defense out plays that Shanahan deploys. No, and He's, they're not on Shanahan's level. Unsurprisingly, and, and I and I I wish. Yeah. Anyway, it was disappointing. I mean, honestly, like I think. Dallas was the right side, clearly. Philadelphia Here, stinks. They're, Philadelphia has a five-game stretch in the end of the season where they might not win one of those games. Here so, are like, the quarterbacks that graded below 45 thus far, pending review, things subject to change. Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, and Ben DiNucci. Just thought that would be interesting. Okay, my, my actual takeaway. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. If I were redrafting wide receivers in the NFL right now, 
I would select DK Metcalf first overall. If you're not taking quarterbacks. I'm redrafting wide receivers. Yeah. Well, wide receivers are the most valuable on quarterback position, right, right. so you can yeah, take yeah. him anyway. Yeah. yeah, it's fair. I mean, I took Chris Godwin, and look where we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and here's my rationale. Uh, he is as physically robust a specimen as you will find. Um, he appears to be, uh, un, unlike Julio, right, a guy that in the, uh, in the low red zone is pretty damn reliable. Um, and he just whacks his single coverage left and right. I know Patrick Peterson did a decent job against him yesterday, but um, like whooped Stephon Gilmore a couple times earlier in uh, the season as the most yards against single coverage of any wide receiver in the NFL by a pretty sizable margin. Absolutely eight today against it, a pretty decent Niners defense. Um, th that was my kind of player takeaway because I thought from a team perspective, honestly, looking at all of these, uh, these games and I know that the Steelers are undefeated but I, I thought you know and I'm not taking anything away from a Chiefs destruction of the Jets every team here has a, a couple of flaws and I think there's kind of shaping up to be and we'll see what happens on Monday night but a top tier of Chiefs Bucks and Steelers but all three of those teams I think have a pretty decent flaw yeah. and I think Actually, you could make an argument that the Steelers might have the biggest flaw despite being undefeated, which is how much faith do you really have in Ben Roethlisberger? Hot take. I have more faith in Big Ben than I have in Lamar currently. Oh, that's not a hot take at all. <laughs> Lamar was really Lamar, bad today. Lamar today, we haven't done quarterback charting yet, but if you, if you do basically adjust the completion percentage, take out throwaways, take out drops, all that kind of stuff. He, the second least accurate quarterback in this week was Ben DiNucci. The least accurate was Lamar Jackson. Well, here's and – and you're dead on. The accuracy is bad, but the accuracy wasn't great last year. But you know what we didn't have last year? Were these plays that look like Josh Allen. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, another fumble. Oh, an interception. But you know why oh, that is? Six. Because of variance, right? Like, they, we, we know yes. that – I mean, you said this, <laughs> I think, when you were on NFL Network last year. It was like, you know, Wilson has this many plays when he's, when he's behind – Lamar has like a fourth as many. So like it's just he's just not yeah, required to do these things. And then like the other thing that's not trivial is that the the teams that the that that the Ravens face are just a little bit better. Like the Steelers last year took the Ravens to overtime, I believe it, mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph on the team. Yep. So then you you add in Big Ben who's not great, not perfect, but like the defense still isn't bad. And, you know, then you get a pretty good effort out of the team. And then, so what does Lamar do? You have to put Lamar in kind of crappy situations. And what happens? He's not quite as, you know, and then they don't have good receivers on their team. Like Snead actually played pretty well today for him, but like they don't have good wide receivers. So what are you going to do? Des Bryant. I thought they ran the football well. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, they bullied the Steelers a little bit, but you need your quarterback to make plays and you know, when I look, he had four turnover-worthy plays, which was, you know, tied for second most. Um, Danucci had five. Uh, Wen said four. And then Jared Goff had five. So, like, it's just, I mean, he's not playing at an MVP caliber level. He's not yeah. playing. But he's also just not playing at, like, an elite where you, that team's elite. And I, and I think you look. So, here's a question I have. On a neutral field, 
the Ravens are favored against Tennessee, yes. But is it that big? Mm, no. Uh, through eight weeks, um, Lamar Jackson, PFF passing grade, 72. Right about where Cam Newton's is. I think people would would be surprised to hear that. It is below Daniel Jones, Ben Roethlisberger, um, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Um, We're going to talk about this when we talk about Jets versus New England next week, but that game was almost the worst-case scenario if you're a Pats fan, right? They cover yeah, the yeah. spread. They don't win outright. Cam so Newton, now they're – Cam Newton actually plays kind of decently. Yeah, like I – I mean, I had a little bit of New England plus 175. We had them plus – I believe four and a half it caught down so we didn't actually have them on the mm-hmm. close but then so I was rooting for New England and he kind of sucked at first but like late in the game he was very like fun to watch got and, his over what what's that yeah got, got his, his passing, passing yardage over. over yeah by like a two yards or something but then you look at you Never look at him now they're what two and five and Buffalo's sitting here at six and two I believe so like your chances of winning that division are pretty small you look over at the AFC North, and it's the Baltimore second place now. Who's their most tradable asset? Gilmore's old, but probably him. Think so? Um, would they trade Cam? No. Who would they trade him to? Oh, there's a lot of teams out there that could use like a backup. I mean, if you're trading for Cam now, you're basically making a concerted effort to avoid your quarterback situation. Like, if you're Philly, do you trade for him? The Jags? Yeah, but the Jags are tanking, right? <laughs> the Jags are going to start Jake Ludon next week. Right, State. that's kind of my point. Um, the Bears? I thought Foles was gutty today. <laughs> yeah, of course. If I, have to, if I have to look at another David Montgomery run, by the way, like, Matt Nagy, where have you gone? Gouge my eyes out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to week, uh, week number nine. Okay. Ready? All right. There's some good games. I have four, uh, very good games. We're going to start on Thursday night. Schrodinger's ankle and Jimmy G play host to the Green Bay Packers. This is a great game. So many storylines here. Will Jimmy G's ankle heal in time in three days? Will Aaron Rodgers be able to deal with being in the same state as his family members um, and come back from a loss to the Minnesota Vikings? Will Kyle Shanahan, um, I mean, based on what the Minnesota Vikings did to the Green Bay Packers, this should be an all-out slaughter for the 49ers in their run game. But this is a different, this is a different Green Bay team, right? Like, I mean, the funny thing is it's really not. Than last year? Yeah. Nothing really improved on Green Bay. They're, they're the same team, but like they Aaron Rodgers is playing better. Blake Martinez, right? but like... That, that's what's so interesting about this, this Packers team. I was thinking about it as they were losing to the Vikings. I was like, okay, Aaron Rodgers is way, way better. But everything else around him is the same. And if those players don't, you know, don't hold up their end of the bargain at all, there's only so much Aaron Rodgers can do, you know? So it'd be very interesting because because San Francisco killed them last year. He looked really frustrated today. That this this he small played fine today. By the way, it wasn't wasn't his fault really. Well, the, it was it was weird. The Vikings played a perfect game. The first half of the game, there was four possessions, and they and Green Bay got the ball first. Yeah, perfect game for the Vikings. By the way, means that Kirk Cousins does not. Yeah, win. and he had like 
But then they they got they they got they they got the game to a tie game by halftime, and mm. then they got the ball out of the second half. Like Green Bay never stopped them. It was like um, sort of worked out perfectly for them. But um, I don't know that. Where did you guess the line so would be? I I mean, I assuming I'm off on this a little bit because of what happened to San Francisco. But I had San Francisco as a two and a half point favorite. I obviously thought pretty highly of what San Francisco had been doing. Unreal. Um, so the the look ahead. What did you have it at? I said San Francisco would be two and a half point favorites. Here's what I said. Green Bay struggles a bit, and they did. San Francisco plays Seattle tough. That's a little bit of a um, not sure about interesting. That. The look ahead was San Francisco minus one. So yeah. I moved the line towards San Francisco. Green Bay is currently a three-point favorite on the road on Thursday night. I feel like we have. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Here we go. You're going to take all your winnings from Biden on election night to, oh, to, Lord. to, to back I'm going to take up. the windfall on props that uh, came about today and, and put it all You're going to back Niners. the truck up for the Niners here. I, I mean, it's minus 120, so there's a little bit of use to it. And, also, and I don't even see it, actually, on my book. It's on Bet Online is where I saw it. Um, Bet Online seems to be the place to be. Um, dot ag. Dot ag. <laughs> Stop. Um, Antigua is a great place. Yeah. So, uh, so that that's where that's where we're at there. Um, yeah. <laughs> like this is just a matchup game, right? Like if and if Mullins plays like and he's healthy and he plays well or they just they honestly are like pragmatic enough to go with a hot hand at the time like their offense is certainly able to you keep up you don't think up. Jimmy G's ankle is <laughs> gonna heal what is I, I really like Jimmy G I want him to we know it out. I have a really hard time believing this whole ankle shindig it yeah. feels really, really like a yeah. oh, I'm not playing well, my ankle hurts kind of deal. Remember, I, don't want I to remember it. where we I don't want it to be the case. I, I remember am, where we were when he signed that extension. We were we were still we weren't living here at the time. We were visiting. No, we were not living here. <laughs> and uh, you <laughs> tweeted out the the this rock that has been rejected now has become the cornerstone. That was your. <laughs> I thought that was a good tweet. It was a good tweet. You were, I like stopped our like meeting and said, Jimmy G got an extension and you were just so thrilled. Um, and look where we are now. Although they made it to the Super Bowl last year. So. Yeah, I see San Francisco plus two and a half. I mean, they're I a teaser leg at, at least, right? Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, okay, uh, next up, the Baltimore Ravens go to Indianapolis, face the Colts who destroyed the Detroit Lions. Um, in a very Lions-ish fashion. Lions scored to start the game and then got plowed. Yeah, their uh, defense is bad. Indy was a play we had, and then the, the market moved with us, so it ended up not being a play. This is interesting. This is interesting. So I had Indy plus three and a half. I assumed Baltimore was going to win the a close game against Pittsburgh. Um, what did you have? Uh, which game again? Baltimore-Indy. Oh yeah, the battle of the old Baltimore teams. Mm -hmm. um, okay. They won't bring that up on the broadcast. <laughs> right, right. Um, okay, I said Indy plus three and a half. Indy beats Detroit. Baltimore struggles with Pittsburgh. Oh, I was on three, three and a half. And it, it's th what did it's you two have? Two and a half. Okay, I see three, but yeah, it's, it's minus one twenty. Yeah. Um, 
What would compel you, though, to think that Rivers could do well against this defense? Nothing. So, Baltimore... So, is that the easiest teaser like of the freaking weekend? Lamar... Is Niners plus eight and a half, and then Raven... Well, no, 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 no. never mind. Okay, I'm sorry. So, here's the thing. Baltimore... The Steelers were a bad matchup for Lamar Jackson. Now, he did not play well, did not inspire confidence, but... Indianapolis is a great matchup for both their defense and their offense because they don't have that same kind of blitzing, wreaking havoc sort of deal. Lamar Jackson can dictate things. I am worried about Ronnie Stanley being out. However, bounce back game for the Baltimore Ravens um, would be my take. So at two and a half, I think I would lean uh, Baltimore here. I mean, I had them at three and a half, and I'm not going to... I said three and a half as well. So they move the ball. They move the ball against Pittsburgh still. Yeah. Okay. So right now, as we as it stands, we already like some San Fran plus three and some ball minus two and a half. Mm. Some spread. All first time depositors at monkeyknifefight.com that put at least twenty bucks in their account while using the promo code PFF are going to receive a free PFF Edge annual subscription. That's a $40 product. You get it for $20 at monkeyknifefight.com, which in case you have been living under a rock, is the next best, the next new spot you've got to go play. Um, It's basically props, but props contests. Um, You may have seen Sean Watson rocking Monkey Knife Fight shirt today. Uh, So a lot of people endorsing it. It's a really cool site, Um, and uh, it's got all sports. So you should go check it out. Again, promo code PFF. $20 $20 first time deposit, you get a free PFF Edge annual subscription at monkeyknifefight.com. This podcast is brought to you in part by pristineauction.com. Check out their daily auctions with $1 starting bids on over 8,000 football items that are up for auction, signed helmets, balls, jerseys, and much more. Pristine Auction guarantees authenticity on every product. Use promo code PFF for $10 off your first invoice. You go to pff.com right now, you'll see a ton of really, really good stuff, whether it's tools that you're looking for to help you with your fantasy lineups every week, DFS or season long, or you're trying to be like me and profit massively off of the prop market. We're buying super yachts over here, Eric and I. Um, You'll want to go to pff.com, get yourself an edge or elite subscription. But if you're not trying to spend any money, there's a bunch of good free content as well. It includes all the podcasts. Uh, and one that you may want to check out if you haven't already is the Chris Collinsworth podcast featuring Richard Sherman. Um, word is they're going to have uh, a good guest on the show this week. But even if they don't, it's Chris Collinsworth and Richard Sherman, so you should go check it out. Maybe Richard Sherman will address Schrodinger's ankle. Who knows? Uh, but uh, you can get it wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. Seattle Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills escaped just barely. Um, I had the Buffalo Bills getting three at home against the Seahawks traveling across the country. And I didn't really know how I felt about this. I'm going to guess that now it is less than three. I'm dumb. I said Buffalo pick. Oh, wow. uh, the look ahead was plus one and a half. I said Seattle struggles a bit. Buffalo beats New England. Seattle did not struggle a bit. It is plus three. Buffalo. Wow, I nailed it. Yeah. Look at that. 
Um, this feels this feels right to me. Seattle's defense. Yeah, I'm not does laying not with Seattle. There's no freaking way. Did not exist. Josh no, Allen is going to be back into the uh, into the uh, discussion. Oh, that, a win here would put him in there. By the way, right now it's a three horse MVP race or a two horse MVP race. Mahomes, Wilson, Brady, Brady. Yeah, yeah. I think Rodgers is right now on the outside. You want line. a funny bit of trivia? Just once. The, is it from the 80s? Because if so, I'm not going to get it right. The Monday night football game before the last election was Buffalo versus Seattle. Tyrod Taylor like played his ass off. The Bills covered. What an win. incredible piece of trivia. Yeah, yeah. This is why we record the they, they had four timeouts, and that's I you know, made, a, made an election joke. You guys are welcome. Yeah. Uh, okay, best game of the weekend is Sunday night. Thank God. What a, what a turn of events. We go from, <laughs> we go from Dallas, Philly, to New Orleans, Tampa Bay. I have. Actually, why don't you go first here? I said three and a half. Look ahead was minus four. So I said Tampa would be three and a half point favorites. New Orleans plays well today was my was my statement, which is not quite right. They, yeah, it was a rough set of circumstances. The, the Bears are not particularly good at playing the game we call American football. No. I had Tampa Bay minus four. Uh, okay, Bucks. Is it up there yet? Is there a line here? Let me see if I can find one. I see four and a half at the Superbook look ahead. They have started yeah, throwing yeah. this out there now. Okay. Yeah, because we still have to play the game tonight. Um, I think that's fair. I wouldn't lay it with Tampa. No. But, I, but the hard part is New Orleans is kind of like – New Orleans is just like watching paint dry on offense. You're I'm just not, waiting for Kamara to bust one. Yeah, I'm not taking the Saints either. Yeah, it's brutal. Especially because here's the thing for Tampa Bay in this game. They have the better record right now, but if they lose this game, they're in a real tough spot because they're now 0-2 against New Orleans. So, um, It's really hard for me to think about the Like, that might be the, the handicap against Tampa Bay tomorrow night at minus 13 against yes. the Giants is that the look-ahead – Absolutely. But they probably you know know that they have to win all these games. Yeah. Okay. Those those are the uh, the good games. We now go to the mediocre games. These may be a little better than mediocre. Um. Actually, no. I take that back. <laughs> these are mediocre. <laughs> Chicago at Tennessee. What the hell did you make of the Titans? Who? Okay. Screw the Titans for a second. What did you make of the Bengals? The Bengals were opportunistic defensively. That's okay. That's what you did. So there was a noise. It was noisy. Okay. I I so the look ahead was six and a half. I said Tennessee would be minus six, and I said Tennessee's defense struggles with Cincinnati, which was a hundred percent true. Tennessee's defense is not good enough. Like they're gonna fight. They're gonna have to fight and claw to win that division. Yeah. Joe Burrow uh, probably gonna end up as a top five-ish graded quarterback. Played without. Uh, four of his offensive linemen. Like, but Tennessee doesn't have the pass rushers to make it work. Like that was the handicap right this morning. Was we were, yeah. You know, like they don't. Clowney's like their only guy. What did you make the line? I had Tennessee six and a half point favorites. Yeah, so it's six, but it's trending probably towards five and a half. Mm -hmm. So if that you like sense. the Bears, you're gonna take them. Although this is one where, like, I mean, I figured Tennessee would have beaten the. 
the Bengals. Now, you know, probably less than seven, but yeah. Do you Tennessee? Do you think you'll be able to bet Chicago the rest of the season? No. Today was a unique situation where they came back. Like if they would have shown half that spunk against the Rams, we might have gotten through the. That's. I was sitting there watching that game, going, "Are you fucker serious?" Yeah. yeah. Like Nick the Foles Rams, winding up to throw it down. The Rams and Jared Goff are bad. Jared Goff was bad in the game against Chicago, and you fuckers could not put together uh, one coherent yeah, offensive know. drive. The Rams are at five and three now. We'll still might get to that under. Mm. Look at Rams schedule here. Okay. Well, you do that. Next game. Detroit, Minnesota. This is interesting. I wonder how far off I am here. I had Minnesota as a four and a half point favorite in this game. Ooh. Um <laughs> I'm a adult. Okay. I said Minnesota minus two and a half. Minnesota plays Green Bay tough is what I said. Um the look ahead was one and a half. So I moved off of that even, but they they have it at three and a half. Okay. So they, they moved on Minnesota. A lot. A lot, given that game. Is this not also a little bit about Detroit? I, I agree. but I mean, Detroit's just... But, but I have to see. I don't want to write up Detroit tomorrow because I need to see what Kenny Galladay is dealing with because mm. he, he came out. He didn't even yeah, like, yeah. catch a ball this week. Um, if Kenny Galladay is healthy, this is an auto bet. The Vikings are terrible defensively. I'm sorry. Yes, the, the Lions have more weapons than the freaking Packers do. And their defense isn't all that much worse. I, do you think today's game for Green Bay helps them make the move for Will Fuller? Like toss in whatever else they need to? Yeah. Maybe they could give a second-round pick like A.J. Dillon. <laughs> Aaron's going to get mad, but look, you guys... Uh, you think not. Josiah DeGar is on the trading block? Or look, is he too integral to their new offense? Look, this draft... Not about this year, guys. Love you, Aaron. Wide, wide receivers don't make an impact. DK Metcalf doesn't exist. But Justin full, Jefferson doesn't exist. Per my research, fullbacks in about year seven really do. So that's Look, a lock one in. that wheel route to Josiah DeGuaro is going to hit one of these weeks. Um, he may be the next Kyle Juszczyk. We don't know. Are they going to dress Jordan Love in a game this year? Is he going to wear the Packers uniform? I don't know. Does he deserve it? Does he carry the G enough? Um... Yeah, so I think Lions is the only side to be. There's no way I'm laying more than a field goal with the the freaking Vikings. Yeah, no, I don't like this game a whole lot. The Lions are a disaster. Yeah, man, what do the Lions do? Should they just tear it all down? Well, look, Patricia inherited it. Uh, you know, I don't want just... to sound too negative, but there are a lot of teams in the NFL where I'm just like, what are you doing? Just the Lions are a very curious case, right? Because they were nine and seven consecutive years and thought that that wasn't acceptable jim called <laughs> right and then, like you're fucking detroit then they brought yeah. in a rocket scientist yeah, then they brought in a rocket scientist it turns out everything new england ever had was yeah. tom freaking brady yeah yeah although <laughs> brian flores that game today was about jared goff pooping himself on the yeah field. but they're the dolphins the everywhere. dolphins last year at this time were zero and seven and we were remember that monday night game in week yeah. i think it was week okay. seven they're spunky but here, riddle me this for a second. They, it's all relative expectation. They had Adam Gase as their coach for a while. So, like, let's not overreact. Here. Gase took him to the playoffs. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um, I, I was struggling to find good games. So, I put this one in here. Carolina, Kansas City. 
I think this game's going to be fun. Of course you do. You're a Kansas City fan. Yeah. Today's game was fun. I laid the 19 and a half. Congratulations. Yeah, and I got nervous mid-game and took 21 and a half good for, for the Jets. So I was kind of not as good as I wanted to be. Yeah, lack of cojones, as they Co- say. Cojones. I also gave them out as a teaser leg in the, the show. Yeah, that was good. You um, were good today on the show. The uh, I had a mental breakdown, but, you know, well, things happen. It wasn't always your fault. So I said, I think I said like 11 was my guess. Okay. I had 10 and a half. It looks like 11 and a half, minus hmm. 115. If you want your Chiefs, you got to take them now. Hmm. Well, no, you don't actually. Why did I long. say so? Why was I short here? I uh, rest for Bridgewater and the Panthers. Um, I mean, they're gonna have CMC back, which is that a good makes, thing? Makes me nervous because I'm worried they're gonna. Here's have- something I like. I'm actually gonna bet it. Kansas City or the 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 game over, fifty one. That's okay. the total. I'm gonna make a little bit of a check to weather Kansas City. Weather. So Carolina has the time off from playing on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So Sunday is supposed to be 69, nice, and 20 mile per hour winds. So the wind is kind of an issue, although Mahomes, it's Bridgewater's passes that might flutter a bit. Yeah, flutter but a little bit. I don't know. That seems like a low number. It, the the total? Yeah, absolutely. Did it, by I'm the way, still... did the handicap of the Jets? It came through, right? The Jets can't score. So, like, they got, like, plucky in the first half, kicked a bunch of field goals. But in the second half of the game, once the Chiefs got past being up by 21 or more. Also, can we talk about this for a second? Yeah. The Chiefs kept Patrick Mahomes in that game for a half too long. Don't you think? Don't I, you think? What was that about? He clears his – all he needed to be in there for was to clear his passing touchdowns. To so the prop king could. Which, as I said, <laughs> would clear in the first half, and it did. And then, for some reason, Andy Reid didn't get my message. said, hey, buddy, you can take him out now. Can I tell you why? I, please, are they trying to get him? 12 targets to Kelsey, 6 targets to Hill, 9 targets to Hardman, 5 targets to Robinson, 4 targets to Pringle. Like, the Chiefs offense has not been in a – this was a game to sort of, like, get people right. Like, they kind of have been off for the last few games. Yeah, it's the Jets. We know that they can play well against the Jets. But that's not the point. Like, this was like an extended practice. I don't. I'm Plus not. Plus, you got to get that. Trav- a real reason. You got to get Kelsey to a thousand yards. He's the only tight end in league history. With- I think they kept all their starters in to you know help Le'Veon Bell get seven yards on six. Well, also like the Impressive. also Mahomes is like deserving of MVP consideration, but I but understandably he's not getting as much because Brady and Wilson are better stories this year. Yeah, and also he hasn't played as well as them. Uh okay. Okay. I, I, sure. That, that that's a uh, that's a factual statement. But uh, yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. Grade wise, a little bit lower. It's a factual statement. Go watch the freaking games. I do watch the games. He's played. He played well but against he, Baltimore, and he has he has had some very meh games. Yeah, he has a. Uh, I okay. He has an incredible supporting cast, an offensive genius and guru, and has had some meh games. He's fantastic. I would say, You're taking him over every other player in the NFL by a mile. Yeah. Yes. He's leading the league in passing yards now. But the the 
I agree with you 100%. I think that's why they kept him in the game. That was your question, wasn't it? Why Why is yes. he playing? Why is he playing against the Because Jets? he wanted to put up 4-16-5. That's why. So that our Super buddy, Bowl champion. So that our buddy Saran, who, who had a segment last week on a show, basically like, what's wrong? Like, basically, like, why aren't we talking about Mahomes as the MVP? It's like, well, because they're boating every team. And then he just has to throw like 12 times. In this game, they, they got guys involved. They got like, you know, when Sammy Watkins went out against the Raiders, I hope, like, he, the I hope he wins the MVP because of this Jets game. Yeah, okay. Los Angeles Chargers and Las Vegas Raiders oh. in Las Vegas. I have the Vegas Raiders by three. This game actually had a chance to have playoff implication mm. until the Chargers shit themselves in Denver, right? Yeah, like That was bad. Um, I said... I nailed this one. I actually missed this. I, I forgot to guess this one. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, well, it is three. I see it as one and a half on Bet Online. Except, <laughs> wait, I have Vegas favored by three. This look ahead line has the Chargers favored by three. Did I get the home team wrong? And now it's one and a half. Total on the game, 52 and a half. Does that total seem low? Oh, it's in Los Angeles. That's why. Yeah. That would explain it. Okay. 52 and a half seems low, but the Raiders kind of like to play slow. So maybe that's why I don't. In I fairness don't. to me, there's really not a huge difference between no. playing in Vegas with no fans and in Los Angeles with no fans it's, in yeah. brand new stadiums. Mm -hmm. So I actually am going to use this as a, as a way to kind of handicap this game. Um, and I think it should probably be a pick. Are these as, the same team? As I said on the on the show today, Justin Herbert can't win. <laughs> <laughs> these are like the same team, right? Is it true though? Like Herbert like doesn't make he obviously makes great plays, right? But like okay, but how much of this is also the? I I think when I watch the Chargers play, there's something to what happens when they have a lead, and the like the lack of aggressiveness that they have, their desire to run the football. Um, I really like Anthony Lynn as a person. I'm not sure that he has quite figured out the way to put teams away. Anyway. I mean, I think it's a very fair assessment of him. Okay. Seems like a great guy. Do you like Raiders plus three at all? If, if I could get it at plus three, I would. Yeah, for sure. I don't think it is available. Is it available? Plus three? I see it at plus two and a half. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. Miami, uh, Arizona. The fighting Tua's. Mm -hmm. Tua versus Kyler in Arizona. Arizona, Arizona off, off of a bye. bye. Jets, or sorry, yeah, the, the uh, Dolphins off of a, a big win, but kind of like a fluky win. Crazy um, stat for you. Least efficient offense actually i need to check this again because the cowboys play. the cowboys probably got that now um but uh they were the least efficient game before sunday football as a passing let's game. see what happened oh nope drum roll please the worst offense on a per play basis in the nfl in week eight in 2020 the year of our lord were the miami dolphins the miami dolphins destroyed <laughs> the los angeles rams in thanks to uh, Jared Goff and his just disgusting play today. It was really disastrous. So Tua, there's really nothing, like, you're not that excited about it. 
the Cardinals, by the same token, are not going to scare him. They should not scare him a whole lot. Um, I had Arizona as a four and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. I did four, uh, four and a half. What did I say here? No, I said five and a half. I said Miami plays okay today. The look ahead was six. Uh, and what is it? Five and a half? Four and a half. Oh, it is four and a half. Wow. Okay. Wow. We kind of nailed the handicap last week, by the way, when we said, you know, like the, the number seems short, mm-hmm. but, you know, all the things that the Rams have to deal with, and they certainly looked like a team that was less prepared. Yeah. Like, the, dude, the Rams, the Rams have no – the Rams have, are not – they're the worst big play offense in the league. They they got down eight they got down what was it twenty eight seven and they tried to speed out their way to f- three straight touchdowns. They have no deep like have they thrown a have they thrown a deep post all year? Have they thrown like a they can't throw fades. Their receivers are too soft to catch fades. Like Robert Woods is is good and you know Cup, but can either one of those guys like big have you have those guys caught a deep ball that wasn't one of those corners? Like their offense is a stay from behind or play from ahead offense. They can't come from behind. Yeah. I mean, the, the Buffalo game notwithstanding, I think a lot of that was running weirdly. But like their passing offense is like a, a train wreck. I'm with you. Okay, now we get to the very bad games. And there are some very bad games because once again, there is an NFC East, uh, NFC East clash of the Titans. Uh, the, the New York Giants and the Washington Redskins uh, uh, football team. This is in Washington. Yeah. I have the football team favored by two and a half. I, three and a half. And that that's what it is. Okay. I mean, you're taking what? You're taking the Giants here? I mean, obviously you have to. Three and a half? This number doesn't go anywhere based on what happens tonight. If they get boat raced and Daniel Jones comes out of it healthy, this is still going to be three and a half. Yeah, I think if I they somehow beat, if they somehow beat Tampa Bay, then this is like a this is a three, right? Oh, I think it, it crosses three. So if you like, but at three and a half, wow, we both yawn there. That's not good. Um, I, I think I would take the the Giants getting three and a half. Both course. these teams. Oh, are that's terrible. the only side. Both these teams are terrible. That's the only side. Um, Daniel Jones is playing decently well, surprisingly, without Saquon Barkley. I can't believe people thought that a quarterback could possibly exist without. If he didn't have Evan Ingram, he'd have a, another wind under his belt. Yeah. Philadelphia. This is the better quarterback getting points. Dog shit teams, by the way, and then still. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia's bad. Grinding it out. Okay. Uh, we move onward to the New England Patriots going to the Jets. If they had just won that game, what a different story it would be for New England. But now, how do you find a way to lose to the Jets? You get you lay off this game. Like, I have no clue. Like, by, by this time, they might not have McCourty. They might not have uh, Gilmore. They might not have Tooney. I mean, wouldn't this be – this would be the biggest Bill Belichick move. They have been absolutely working the Jets for the past 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. He then comes back 
and screws them out of a draft pick. Finds a way to lose this game. This game is going to be 0-0, and he's going to take a safety to lose the game. And Gase is not going to realize that you can take a safety. Like, he's going to forget that part. And the Patriots are going to lose this game. The Jets are somehow going to win one more. And the Patriots are going to get the number one overall pick and take Trevor. I can't believe I got COVID, Lawrence. How do you think he got it? I don't know. We should ask our expert, Renner. He's he's engaged. So whenever someone gets coronavirus, I immediately go to the only reason that people are stupid enough to get coronavirus. They're single and trying to find some tail. That's the literally the reason that people get coronavirus. I, I think that there are enough daily, like, there are enough entanglements. But if you're a college football player, like, the problem is, is with Lawrence, he has... He doesn't have a whole lot to lose from contracting it other than the risk associated with it, which are existent, but not as big for a 21 year old guy. The, so like, he might not be that like careful. Sure. Like we're like, the guy from the guy from BYU is doing, going through all the protocols because he needs to snap every single game to get, become a first round pick. The um, uh, Zach Wilson guy, but like, but what does Lawrence do? Uh, You know, Justin Fields is probably not catching up to him. So, so you think he just like went to a Buffalo Wild Wings? Yeah, he just <laughs> bellied up and watched his, yeah, his yeah. future team, the Jets, play. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting because I always like you're right about the entanglements thing, but I think about myself, for example, and like I'm trying. I don't want to get it. Yeah, obviously, um, we stay a safe. Di- like I have kids who go to school, right? And so, like I, you know, stay away from people who are not part of my family because there's, you know, a decent chance, you mm-hmm. know, some, you know, that something could happen to somebody, but like for Lawrence, like he doesn't have kids. He's got one, like maybe his, maybe his fiance is a teacher or something. And like, there's kind of that. She's not. She goes to clubs. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe she got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, like this, this was, uh, there's a number of ways that people get COVID without being reckless. Like it's just chance. Yeah. And then there's a number of ways that they get it. That's what I'm saying. Reckless. I don't, I did. I'm not assuming that he was being reckless. Yeah. I, that's what I'm trying to figure, you know, cause for many, it, I would jump to that conclusion. For I, him, I would not. There, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would assume that not. But wow, it would be a real yeah, fall yeah. from grace if yeah. we found out that was the reason. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, sorry, do we guess this game yet? No, I, I have the Jets. So before guessing this, before I thought there was a decent chance that the Patriots won the game against Buffalo. Yep, well, there was. Now, if they did, this is probably ten and a half. I have the Jets getting nine and a half points, and I feel like this has to be wrong. The look ahead was seven. I wrote in my notes, Jets are rolled today. But I also thought that the Bills would come out as a winner. So, like, I said New England plus seven, or sorry, New England minus seven and a half. Mm-hmm. It's seven. Okay. So I, I mean, was... you you can't lay it with New England here. No, absolutely not. But, but like, the Jets, if the New England gets out to a seven-nothing lead, insurmountable or or you tease it down to is the is the smart play to take the jets knowing that bill belichick is and i don't think it's the smart play to take the jets okay. in any circumstance just just check it two nothing 
New the, England it, loses. The Jets are very skilled at losing. The the Patriots probably yes, have, but it would be just like the Jets yeah. to not. But the lose Patriots have to spend some weeks figuring out how how to get get as good as the Jets are at losing. Yeah, maybe. Okay, Pittsburgh, Dallas. I'm uh, assuming that Andy Dalton finds a way back into this game. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't guess this one either. Must not have. That being said, I have Dallas as a 13 and a half point underdog at home. Uh, I don't see a lineup. That's probably why I didn't guess it. Let's see here. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, no line. I mean, does it clear two touchdowns? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, dude, Pittsburgh just beat Baltimore on the road. Yeah. And Dallas, like, you watch that game, there was, like, probably a little bit of, like, so I spunk. Put, People are like, oh, Danucci's playing. Danucci. Yeah. I put in here 14 and a half. No, has to be 13 and a half. But now oh, I'm man. looking back at on it, and I'm like, man. Um, are you take? I mean, you're no. not taking Andy Dalton against the Pittsburgh defense, are you? Nope. Yeah, it was no. never a profitable no. thing in the past either. Nothing. There's no chance. You could not pay me to take Andy Dalton. Okay. Houston, off a bye, plays Jacksonville. And uh, is it really going to be Luton? I think they're going to start Glennon, right? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, Both I, have kind of long necks. I have Houston as a uh, six-and-a-half-point favorite. Same. And I think that's where the line is, isn't it? Six-and-a-half, yeah. I you can't I can't lay the points of the Texans on the road, but yeah, and maybe they'll have gone through a fire sale now, so you want yeah, to be careful. About that. Yeah, that I mean that's the big thing when you think about. So when when I I've, I have some games written down here, like San, we have San Francisco, Baltimore, mm. maybe New York, although New York might fire sale too. You want to if you're going to bet these sure, early Josh, games, you probably want to make sure there's not going to a lot of roster turnover. No team in the in the NFC East is actually fire sailing. The Cowboys should. Yeah, the problem is, is well, they, there's an interesting part there, right? Because McCarthy might be on the hot seat, but Jerry's literally never fired a coach. But also, early. one easy way to get off the hot seat is to say we're building for next year. So here's what you do: you trade, you you fix the Eagles' problems at wide receiver. You trade Trayvon Diggs to the the Eagles. Carson Wentz finally has someone he can connect with. They had great chemistry. They're just on the same page. I mean, he just they got it. Incommunicado. Um, I still can't believe they called that fumble a return for touchdown. Like, what the living fuck that was, was that? the type of decision, ref decision that that game deserved. Just, yeah, brain melting. This fat ass is laying there with the ball. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> that was the Sunday. Rodney McLeod turning around every five yards to make sure the play's oh. not being blown dead. God damn it! All right, never mind. <laughs> we move on. We move on. I have one more game, and this is Denver-Atlanta in Atlanta. Uh, I said Atlanta minus three. Denver plays okay. Yeah, that's what I had to. Is that what it is? Uh, Atlanta minus four? Four and a half. I see. Uh, okay. Uh, does Denver fire sale? Maybe. Denver? They just won. Yeah, they're in the playoff race. They're yeah. three and four. Yeah. You kidding me? Apologies written to Drew Locke. Playoffs? Are we gonna, are we gonna get some <laughs> apologies in here? Uh, or is that the different PFF podcast? Yeah, it's. Uh, um, not not, not you us. will not see me signing apology letters any anytime soon. That was Drew Locke's first good game in his career. 
first good it was a half, half it a was game. half of a game um huh so here's one thing that i really want to fade raheem morris in that post game press conference <laughs> my voice keeps is a disaster right now it's like you're like fucking 13 yeah it's bad um i don't know why he talked in that post game press conference as if they did everything right and I watched it. They did not do anything no, right at no. all. People are like, "Oh, if Raheem Morris closes a game against the against the uh, Detroit Lions, he's three and as head coach." Stop. You played Minnesota, Detroit, and Carolina, and Teddy sat out half that game. Calvin Ridley out. Um, I just have no faith in in Drew Locke. I just don't. Yeah, it's it's tough to like go to bat with that guy. Might be worth I a need to see him do it for a whole game. Might be worth Put a money line sprinkle, together. though. One time. Yeah, four and, four and four and a half is a decent number. Okay. That is the week nine slate. I don't think I missed any games this yeah. time. Yeah. What are we thinking? What are we thinking? Times, but. San Fran and Baltimore? Man. Not, not knowing what's going on with the ankle situations. We just go Baltimore. Or we go Giants. Add Giants. Hard part with the Giants is that they play tonight, tomorrow night, whatever, whatever your frame. Of I like, is. Um, I like both. I hate fading Rodgers after a loss, though, man. Coming home. Well, you know what Petten's going to do after a game full of getting just gashed in the run game. He's going to play more dime. So, Tevin Coleman hurt though, so you guys might not have a chance. <laughs> Debo. Who's running back for back you guys by now? Debo. Is Debo back? So there's so much uncertainty with this game. Let's throw that one Jermichael out. Let's wait until Hasty. the let's wait until Wednesday to talk about San Francisco. Okay. Um should we go Baltimore minus two and a half? NYG plus three and a half? I like both of those. I think I think we're getting the benefit of the let's doubt. Let's do with, that and the Carolina Kansas City over. Oh nice. Okay. KC O five one. All right. I like those. Maybe we'll come up. With um, with others as we as might we be t- you know fourteen home. to eighteen other picks in there. You never know; it could happen. Um, once you get over eighteen, though, that's that's a little much for me to write up at this mm-hmm. hour. Of the, Dude, the, I I could barely get to three by the time we're we we have a, uh, a really good show coming up on Wednesday. By the way, we're going to preview the Tampa Bay New Orleans game with uh, our friend Tampa Bay Trey. Trevor Sigma of the Draft Network. That's going to be a lot of fun. So you want to keep subscribing to this podcast at least until then. (laughs) All right. Well, that was week eight. Love you guys. Thanks for hanging out. See ya.